Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. We have several people that have called in already, and and they're ready with their questions. And uh, just wanted to remind everyone listening that my intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We've also had several questions that have been submitted online, and I will get to as many of those as I can as time permits, and uh, they're, they're always interesting, too. If you want to join us, um, the call-in information is on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see it. So uh, give us a call and 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 we'll get your questions answered. But let's go to the phones. And our first caller, I believe, is Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Are you with us? Yes, ma'am. I'm here. Hi there. How are you this evening? I'm I'm fine. I'm a little nervous, but I'm fine. I'm a first-time caller, obviously. But I'm I'm doing very well. Thank you. Good, good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Alabama. Okay. What part? Uh, Tuscaloosa. Okay. Roll, roll tide roll. Roll tide. They got their little tide rolled last uh, no. week. No, didn't they? Didn't they get their tide rolled? Yeah, I was, was actually. Sad. I was on a business trip and I was in Palm Beach, Florida, watching it on TV. Oh. And my my son in LA and my husband in Birmingham and I had a chain text going back and forth and <laughs> I kept thinking they were going to pull it out but I, I think kept it's, thinking but yeah, they just didn't do it it's it's good to you know have somebody else it makes it kind of exciting every now and again but I will say Clemson beat my two favorite teams Ohio, the Ohio State University Buckeyes and Alabama so boy Clemson was tough on my teams this year yeah they were yeah. rolling that tiger. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, how may I help you? I, uh, I recently received, uh, right before Christmas, a very expensive ring from my husband uh, of 45 years, and um, it, it is no longer to be found. Oh, no. Um, I, I will say I, I know it. I, you know, I've done the cleaning the house, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think it slipped off my hand because I have rheumatoid arthritis. And I was just wondering if you had maybe any insight on where in God's name I may have placed this ring or have oh. just lost it and it's never to be seen again until the afterlife or, <laughs> or Tell me what or it looks maybe, like. <laughs> it was a. Uh, I'm, I've been sober for ten years. It was a uh, sobriety ring. It was a three stone, three diamond, uh, past, present, and future. 
Uh, silver gold, uh, I said, with the three diamonds in it. Okay. And did you have it insured? No, I did not. Not yet. But you know what? Sometimes no. uh, it's covered under your insurance anyways, because usually they have um, like a, you know, they have a uh, an amount that they cover, and then you got to get writers for extra well, stuff. Well, i be quite honest with you. I haven't told my husband yet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and okay. then, I, then once I tell him, I'll call our home in, owner's insurance and, and yeah. see, you know, what what yeah. it'll cover. But okay. Anyway, well, that, that's we, why I'm calling. Let's see if we can help uh, find help find it for you, or at least give you some idea of what's going on with it. How this works, Melissa, is I'm going to raise my vibrational level really high, and our spirits, when they're in our bodies, when we're alive vibrates at a slower rate because our bodies have mass and the spirits when we die our spirits go to heaven everybody's spirit goes to heaven like that movie all dogs go to heaven you know all people go to heaven too Yes, ma'am. Yes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to see a laser beam go from my body and I'm in Birmingham I'm actually in Hoover which is um you know, on the western side, the southern side of Birmingham. So I'm going to watch a laser beam go west, and it's going to hook into you in Tuscaloosa, and then we're going to go from there and see okay. if we can figure out what's going on with this ring. Okay, so um, laser beams heading west. I've got you. Okay, uh, where is Melissa's three-stone diamond ring she just got for Christmas? Is it in her house? In her house? No. Is it in her car? Could you have taken it off in your car for some reason? Did you that have a pair of gloves on when it was cold? That is a possibility. Okay, uh, it's it, in your it just, car. It just so happened that I had a, a slight fender bender car accident, and I do remember as I slid out of the seat, I heard a little ting. But I had gone through a toll bridge, and I had change in my pot in my lap, and I assumed, and you know, you should never assume, yeah. that that was it. And I was so upset about the accident. But then we've had such the bad weather. If you're in Hoover, you know the the right. weather has sure. been been yeah. really sucky. And right. excuse my language, um, <laughs> but uh, I'm, that that crossed my mind. Um, that it may be on the side of the road where I had this accident. I think I've it's in your been... car. I think, I think Melissa, it's under the driver's seat. So get a flashlight and and look. You know, open your driver's side car Sorry door and look underneath. Okay. Look like on the edge. You know, right where the seat ends, and you've got that little kind of a little gully yep. there between the door and where the seat is. I would look there. I would also look underneath the seat, and you may, if you don't find it, you may want to move the seat. Do you have automatic seats? Do you have like electric yes, seats, or is it yes. move it move it up and back, and see if um, sometimes it's there, and you know. Take a pillow out there and kneel down and see if you can see underneath it. You may even want to take it. Do you have a mechanic that you use? I do. I do. I actually do. If you don't find it, I would take it to your mechanic and have them look for you. That sounds great. That sounds the best uh, best idea ever. It casually crossed my mind, but I didn't really, you know, get, get down to the investigating part. But that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I think it's in your car. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. You bet. Will you, you let bet. me know Thank what happens? Let us know. Oh, yes, ma'am. Definitely. Definitely. We'll let you know. 
Because you'll probably hear me screaming from Coker or Tuscaloosa (laughs) to Hoover or Birmingham area. But thank you so very much. You're welcome. Happy New Year. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Oh, gosh. Well, good good luck to Miss Melissa. I hope she finds her her ring. Goodness, that's so disconcerting when that happens. Okay, our next caller is Denise. Hi, Denise. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm good today. Thanks. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from uh, northern, excuse me, southern California, Santa Clarita. Okay. Terrific. Well, do you have a question for me this evening? Well, first of all, Southern California, you guys are getting soaked out there, I hear. Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm tired of the drought. Great. Good, good. My son uh, was telling me that somebody's patio in the Hollywood Hills ended up in the the gully and they had Mulholland shut down for a while because, you know, they had to – take the mud and the stuff and they were trying to get this person's patio or deck or something back up. So <laughs> I hope all your parts stay together on your home with all the rain. Oh, we're doing great. Good, we're doing good. great. The yard's loving the rain. So great. And it's great. You know, I, I took the dogs for a walk today and there's, you know, I, I was just marveling. There's actually water in the Santa Clarita river. Wow. Well, I heard, too, that you guys are, that this is enough rain that, that um, the drought, you've caught up on the drought uh, negative water. I heard that in the oh. news this morning. So I don't know if it's true or not, but anyways. Well, good. Okay. Got a question for me? I do. Um, it's kind of long-winded. Um, I'll shorten it up. In last March... I had a routine ultrasound, and the result was normal. And then in July, I had a short session with you, and you did a body scan, and the only thing you found was something in my chest area. Uh, I I didn't know that I had anything wrong with my chest. I didn't have any symptoms or anything. Other than that, you said I was fine. Mm -hmm. And then November, I had one day of abnormal bleeding, so I went to the doctor. She ordered an ultrasound. And the result came back that the um, the lining in my uterus was twice the size it should be. This caused a panic with my doctor and with my, um, I'm on bioidentical hormones and with uh-huh. that doctor also. So anyways, I had, I went a procedure. They actually had to put me under to look at everything. And they found um, three polyps and a fibroid. And okay. they were all, they were all benign. And right. I'm, my question to you is, what happened between March and November? Remind me um, if you are, Denise, are you taking progesterone too or just the estrogen and yes. testosterone? You're taking yes. progesterone? Yes, okay. progesterone, testosterone, um, and some other things. But all, all bioidentical. How are you taking the progesterone? Pills. Okay. You may want to look at that um, with the progesterone because when it's been my experience, both personally and also with friends and also with my friends who are GYNs that do the bioidenticals, that when that lining builds up to be too much, it's either too much estrogen or not enough progesterone because the progesterone makes that lining shed. 
And um, so that would be my first guess that there was, you know, some kind of an imbalance there. And uh, I'm sure that's Um, what your GYN said, too. My um, hormone doctor immediately increased the progesterone. Yeah. And my my, um, OBGYN said that I needed to quit taking the bioidenticals or that or the polyps could appear. My um, hormone doctor says that's absolutely not true. Yeah, the, the unfortunately, so much of the GYN community is not necessarily schooled on the bioidenticals, and they were they basically are coming off of studies that have to do with the um, pharmaceutical hormones because there isn't that much, there isn't the body of research that's done on the bioidenticals as there is on the pharmaceuticals simply because the bioidenticals don't have big pharmaceutical companies funding all all those studies. And so... Oftentimes, what happens is that the the GYNs that aren't schooled in the bioidenticals, they just don't. They it's just you're talking Greek to them. They just aren't schooled in it, so they're afraid. Period, based on any kind of hormones, but they don't. They haven't been schooled in the difference between the pharmaceutical and the bioidentical. So, having said that, um, the fact that the progesterone's been increased for you, my guess is that will take care of it. Um, let me, if you want, I'll, I'll be happy to scan you real quickly and see how you look, and yeah. um, you know, see if I'm seeing anything. Has anything shown up in your chest area? You had mentioned that I saw something in your chest area when we talked before. No, and I, as part, because I had the general, they did a chest x-ray for the pre-op. Yeah. and everything normal. looked good. Great. Yeah. Terrific. Okay. All right. Laser beam heading from me here in Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to you in Southern California. I've got you. Um, lining still looks a little heavy. Where are you in your cycle? Are you, are you pretty close oh, to, pardon me? To the end. To the okay, end of my cycle. So you're about ready to have a period? No, I'm almost done. Okay. All right. So it, it still looks a little heavy to me, um, but I think the progesterone will help with that. Let me look and see. With the, Have you had any issues with fibroids in the past? Yes. Okay. Not issues. Not issues. Just um, I've always had them. I had a, um, a doctor about... I don't know, about 15 years ago, an OBGYN told me I needed a hysterectomy. And instead, yeah. I went to a, um, instead I consulted a psychic and she, she said, do not under any circumstance undergo a hysterectomy, try something else first and get, you know, and get a second and third and fourth opinion. Well, in any event, I went to a, um, an acupuncturist and Six months later, I went back to the OBGYN. He said, oh, never mind. I don't need an ultrasound. The fibroids have all shrunk. Cool. Cool. And fibroids are super common. I mean, it's like pretty much every woman has them. I've had them. It's just kind of comes with the territory. But interestingly enough, in Christian Northrup MD's new book, and it's like, Aging Gracefully or something like that. I don't even remember the name of it, but you can look up Northrup, N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P-M-D. She talks about fibroids in one of her chapters, and I'm in the middle of reading the book right now, and she said 
fibroids in women are caused by one of two things from an emotional standpoint and see if this resonates with you. Number one, it could be from um, something that is trying to get born that you haven't birthed yet, kind of like something that's creative. Um, And also it could be a dead-end career or relationship. It's like the emotional components that go with those two different things can help cause fibroids. And there's always, as I'm sure you and I talked about when we spoke before, there's always an emotional component in place before any kind of disease or illness or medical condition sets in, always. And that's why I wanted wanted to really interesting. Yeah, that's why I wanted to know, you know, is there something that... Did an emotion or something within me bring this on when I was fine in March and not so much in November? What well, happened? I think I think for you, you've got to ponder that some and say and figure out is there something that you really want to do that you haven't done, or you for whatever reason, or is there a relationship that you're in? Any kind of relationship doesn't have to be like with a spouse or a partner. It can be with a friend or with a colleague or with whomever where it's somewhat of a dead end kind of a relationship. So ponder that some and see if you can come up with anything. And just because that during that time period, it doesn't mean that, you know, you didn't have them and you had them. It could, it could have meant that something wasn't showing up or it wasn't large enough to show up. And I know that fibroids respond to estrogen if the progesterone levels aren't in the right, um, the right uh, quantity. The other thing that's interesting with fibroids is there's been lots of studies that have been done recently in the past, I would say, 10 years or so, where when they go in and they um, laparoscopically remove the fibroids, they chop it up into a bunch of little pieces and then take it out laparoscopically. Some of those little pieces can remain in the uterine cavity and can grow back. So even a couple of the manufacturers of the devices that they call morselate that chop up those fibroids, those have been taken off the market. So I don't know if you've had any laparoscopic procedures for fibroids, but keep that in mind if anybody suggests that they want to do it. I think they're not doing it as much anymore because of that. So they can grow back. So, so ponder that some. You look good to me. Your lining still looks a little thick. So I would say, you know, stay in touch with your. Is your hormone doctor a GYN as well? Yeah, she was an she was an OBGYN for a Great. couple of decades. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I think that makes the most sense for us to go to, to, uh, you know, OBGYNs. Normally they they're not still practicing OB by the time they're doing the bioidenticals. Right. So, um, yeah. So I hope that helps, and and I'm glad you're doing better. I am. I'm just so thankful that the polyps were benign. I mean, it was, yeah. it was huge. Yeah, terrific. Good. And well, during great. that time, during, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just saying, I, you know, there's something going on with me physically. I really don't know what it is because during that time, while I was waiting to have the procedure done in um, December, um, I slept, I I hurt my back horrifically. I mean, it was I was in I was on pain pills. I never take pain pills, and I hit my head. 
um, because when I took the pain pills, I passed out. I hit my head. I got a big bump. I bruised my finger. Today, I slammed my my hand in the door. I'm like, what is going on with me? Because I, I you know, I, I've thought about it. I don't know. But wow. I've never had so many physical things happen in such a short period of time. And today, I just, when I, when I, Hit when I my hand got caught in the door. I just screamed out, "Just tell me, you know, what's going on? Aww. What do I need to do? Make it stop." Yeah. With your balance, it sounds like it's a balance thing almost. Going no, the no, the fall was my house was flooding, but that's another issue. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I felt cleaning up. So. Oh no! All right. Okay, be careful with that mold stuff, with the flooding. No, we have that taken care of. Yeah, okay, good girl. All right. So that's what I was wondering. Is it, you know, is it something within me or is it just coincidence in in a short time period? I think it's coincidence. I'm not getting that there's any, there's not a black cloud over your head that I'm seeing. (laughs) I don't see any black clouds (laughs) over your head. (laughs) I I think it's just, slow it down a little bit. I think you've probably been, my guess is you've probably been, you know, moving at a pretty fast pace and uh, especially coming out of the holidays, just, you know, try and slow it down a little bit and I think you'll be just fine. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You bet. Thanks for calling. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's see. I believe we have Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Great. I, um, Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Cincinnati, Ohio. Well, Miss Kathy has called us several times. Would you have an update for us? Um, yes. Um, you know, the last time we spoke, um, we were talking about where my father was in the yeah. 12 phases of transition. Right. And that, yeah, and I had sort of intuited that he had moved from phase 9 to 11 fairly quickly, um, uh-huh. and I got, got my behind up there, uh, it's about a two-hour drive, um, to go see him and spend the day, and it good. was very um, it was very good, and, uh, and he, well, and he had said to me on the phone a couple of days before, he said, you know, I'm leaving soon, and I, um, I knew what he meant. <laughs> So right. I got up there and saw him. What I'm surprised about is I felt like he was really winding down, and he and Mom seemed complete, and he seems peaceful with my sister, and I got to say everything I wanted to say, and uh-huh. uh, it was a very good visit. And I'm surprised it's like a, almost a week later, and he's still here. So I guess my question is, um, you know, what what does what does he need to be ready to pass at this point? Well, we'll ask him. We can uh, find out about that and I'll scan him and see where he is, which phase he's in, if he's still in 11 or or what. But I think, actually, we've talked about this before. Um, let me back up a little bit for those of you that are first-time listeners. When we die, we go through 12 phase, what I call 12 phases of transition, and there are graphics of this that are on my website AskJulieRyan.com. If you click on the button that says the 12 phases of transition, you'll see them. And basically, it's, it, it shows the angel, it shows angels and 
our deceased loved ones and other family and friends' spirits and even our pet spirits that are surrounding us when we die, when we pass on and, and go into non-physical and go to heaven. So um, that's what Kathy and I are referring to when we're talking about what phase he's in. Now, Kathy, these phases... I've seen them happen in a matter of a minute or two, you know, when, when death is very sudden, like in an accident or something. Um, they can take long periods of time. I've seen some people hang out in phase 11 for months, months and months and months. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they transition in a matter of days, weeks, months. And it all depends on, we all choose when we're ready to go. We all choose when we're going to go. And oftentimes when I see people hanging out in um, the latter phases, getting ready to go, but they last a long time, it's normally because they, they are hanging around to either resolve something and we'll ask him if there's something he can resolve or he's hanging around because he believes his, he, he believes or whomever believes their loved ones need more time to process them leaving. But it's mm-hmm. all very well orchestrated by the person who's dying and they decide when they go, they decide if they're by themselves or not. They decide all of that stuff. Okay. okay. So, um, let me get him on my radar. His name's Jack, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So let me get you on my radar. Laser beam heading from me here in Alabama, going to you in Cincinnati. Got you. Okay, going to Jack. Got Jack. All right. Jack, are you ready to go? He's telling me yes. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? My girls. He's told us that before. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, my girls. Has your sister been over to see him? Well, um, when I went up the last time, um, on the spur of the moment, I didn't realize my sister was already scheduled to be there. My mom was going to take her first break in, like, a year um, to go have lunch with a girlfriend. And so I show up, and my sister's there. So he had both of us together without my mom there, which never happens, for two hours. Wonderful. And then I stayed a a few more hours longer. Great. Terrific. So, um, he just wants you guys around him. Yeah. Um, is there anything specific that you want to ask him or you want me to ask him for you? Um, well, I just think it's interesting. My only thought right now is it's just interesting that it's Nancy and I again, because what he talked to me about, what he verbalized to me, and I and I knew at the time that might be a placeholder, like where he was putting his anxiety and not really a real thing. But he has this beloved cat that he's so attached to, um, and he's been crying about, worried about his name Scooter, worried about Scooter. And I know, like, he's wondering what's going to happen to Scooter when he's gone is what it felt like. So I'm a little surprised to hear it's about Nancy and I again. Um, uh-huh. But again, then again, I'm kind of not. He hasn't seen, you know, enough of us in recent years, so. Uh-huh. Right. But he is still in phase 11, by the way. So everybody, what phase 11 is, is there's a, uh, if you can envision somebody laying in a bed face up, there's his mother's spirit and his dad's spirit are at his feet. His mother's at his his, um, left foot and his dad's at his right foot. And 
so as you're looking at it would be, you know, the the person who's looking at him to the left is the mom or or the dad and then to the right is the mom. And then they anchor a straight line of guardian angels that goes straight across in both directions outward from the parent spirit. And then there's many, there are many, many, many other family and friends spirits who are there to welcome him. And also every pet he's ever had, their little spirits are there too. And I call this the welcome to heaven committee. The other thing that's interesting is when somebody is dying, their spirit exits the body through the top of the head and it hangs on and it looks like a cartoon caption bubble where the words are in a cartoon. And there are angels on either side of that bubble that's attached to the top of his head and their wings move when somebody's dying and they create a drag or a draft that has an upward pull. And it, as I envision it, it forms a vortex, which looks like a tornado cloud. You know, it's a funnel cloud that you see on the news when, when you hear about a tornado hitting someplace in the country. But there's this, this tornado funnel cloud vortex that's above the head and it helps lift the spirit out of the body. It's created by the the motion of the angel's wings. And I, I always think of it reminds me of a giant owl's wings. Like when they're flying, you can almost feel and hear the, you know, the upward swooshing of the wings and the movement of the air that creates an upward lift. Interestingly enough, when I was uh, researching my book, Kathy, I, I, did some research just online about um, vortexes and wings and upward movement of air. There's all this aeronautical engineering stuff about this. And I thought, mm-hmm. who knew? It was real. <laughs> You know, that 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 correlated with what I was seeing. And apparently birds do it, any kind of plane, jets, whatever. And and they have diagrams all over the Internet that show these vortexes that are uh, created by wings. And it's an upward draft, and it's part of all the aeronautical engineering stuff that gets planes off the ground. So that same concept that I see and that they're using on – airplanes and jets and stuff and birds use it naturally helps our body and our spirit helps our spirit separate from our body when we die so having said all of that your dad's still in phase 11 um he just wants to spend time with you and your sister okay okay well well i can do that my um, as you know, um, the, my Katie, Katie, my cat, Katie, the cat had surgery a week ago today. Yeah. Um, is she doing she's better? She's recovering well. Yeah. I can tell she's starting to be her old self. Terrific. Right now. <laughs> so anyway, right. um, and, and I, uh, the, play, the friend I'm house sitting, pet sitting for, she is back now. So I have more freedom to go than I had. Wonderful. Wonderful. So I will do that. Okay. So thank you. Thank well, you so much. You bet. Good luck with that. And, and, um, you know, just spend as much time with them as you can. Yeah, we will do that. Okay. All righty. Thanks, Thanks for calling. You bet. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, 
are hypoallergenic and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing. They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. We do this show every Thursday night, and it's recorded at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. You can find all this information on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. Just go to the bottom of the home page, and you'll see all the um, call-in information. And if you have a question, please call in. It's really fun to talk to you. I think we, um, we have good discussions, and we all learn a lot from talking to each other about all this jazz. And then also, there's a place there where you can submit a question online if you can't call in for time reasons or whatever. And I then get to those online questions when I can. Also, while you're on my website, sign up for the newsletter. And every week I send out, every Thursday, I send out a a little blurb that has a question in it that somebody has submitted online and then it has my answer in it. Also, on the body of the email, it has all this call-in information as well. So it's kind of a good reminder to to call in if you have a question. Um, Also, while you're on my website, schedule an appointment because then I get you for a whole hour and we get to talk about whatever you want to talk about. And um, that's lots of fun as well. So look forward to chatting with you then. Speaking of online questions, let me, let me uh, read one here that was submitted from Wafa in Amman, Jordan. And she asks, hi, Julie, I have strong feelings towards a guy and I want to know if it's mutual or not. Thank you. And here's my response. Hi, Wafa. In order to get some spiritual guidance for you, I asked the following questions. All are prefaced with, at this moment in time. Now, let me tell you a little bit about that. At this moment in time, I always start a a future question with that because that's what I'm going to get you right now. Um, Psychics are really good at stuff that has happened in the past and stuff that's happening right now. Stuff that's going to happen in the future, there are so many variables involved that it can change. And if you think about those movies like Back to the Future and other movies where somebody goes back in time to change something so that the outcome in present their present day life will be changed, that's the way the universe works. So I always preface any kind of predictions with at this moment in time. So here are the questions I asked. Is this guy for whom Wafa has strong feelings interested in a romantic relationship with her? I got a yes. Again, spirits are really literal, so be as specific as you can with the question. Number two, will Wafa have a romantic relationship with this man? I also got a yes. Question three, is it in Wafa's best interest to be in a romantic relationship with this man? I got a yes again. So that's three yeses. And then number four, is it in Wafa's best interest to be in a long-term 
romantic relationship with this man? I got a no on that one. So see how specific that question was? Is it in her best interest too? That encompasses all variables in the future, things we can perceive, things we can't even imagine, and it covers all bases. And I got a no on that. So I went on to say, keep in mind, this information is probable, not certain. It has the potential to change based on an unlimited number of variables. An example of this could be the long-term relationship answer. Remember, I got a no on that. It may be that neither you nor he, nor both of you, aren't interested in a long-term commitment right now, but perhaps after you've dated for a while, you may be interested in a long-term relationship with each other. So see how that can change? Something that, that you feel at this moment, you could change your mind in six months or something, and it would affect the outcome. So that's why we need to hedge our bets on this. I went on to say, it seems you have a good chance to be in at least a short-term romantic relationship with this man. Enjoy. I think she's got one coming with this guy. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see if we hear how it turns out. But great question. Thanks for sending that in from um, Wafa and Amon. Okay, let's go back to our callers, and I believe we have Chrissy next. Hi, Chrissy, are you with us? I am. Chrissy. Hi, girl. How are you? Hi. I'm good. Um, good. I'm actually not calling for me tonight. I'm calling my sister emailed you, and she couldn't call in tonight, and she asked if, oh. if I would call in and yeah. if you could yeah. read the email. Sure, sure. Uh-huh. Uh, Chrissy, tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Michigan. All right. First of all, before we get into your sister, what happened with your house? Last time you called in, you'd had a like a little mini fire in your house. Yeah. Um, Everything good? Well, I haven't had it inspected yet. Okay. Well, I need we're to. coming out of the holidays. Yeah. Yep. I need to call and get that done, though. Okay. But oh. you're you're good with that. And then what did you decide about yep. moving to Boston? Well, I'm still planning on it. I'm um, trying to get the money to do it. And I actually, if I could ask a quick question about that. Mm -hmm. um, I just signed on with a company. It's a network marketing company. And Uh things have been going pretty well with it. Is there, um, can I ask if it's in my best interest to stick with this company and, uh, work with it longer, like long-term? I'm getting a yes on all all of the questions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a yes. Great. So is that something that you can do in Boston too? Oh, yeah. Yep. I can do it anywhere. So it seems like a really, um, yeah. I've joined other ones in the past with no success, but this seems like something really good um, health-wise, too, that I, I really believe in, and um, so it's easy to promote. Okay. Terrific. Well, good. Yeah. Well, what's your sister's question? Is she a chicken? Is she afraid to call in? Well, she actually, <laughs> she she wrote in about her husband. Oh. Um, okay. I've, I think I've got it. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And let's see if this is your sister. Because okay. she says in her first sentence, she, and, and this is Susie from Seattle, 
And yes. she says, hi, Julie. My sister told me about your show. So is that your sister? Yeah. I was wondering if you'd be able to answer a question for me. My husband and I have been having relationship problems, and I want to know if he's been faithful to me. Is that your sister's question? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me go on. There is one day in particular that I am questioning, and that is Thursday, December 1st, 2016, between 3 and 5 p.m. So she thinks I'm like this forensic secret agent psychic now, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which, I, which I can be. I, that works fine for me. Can you answer this for me, she says. I also wonder what our future holds. I don't think he's been honest with me the past year or so, and I want to know if it's worth thinking about all the time. Also, I was wondering if you could tell me why he chooses to be dishonest with me. Is he afraid of how I will react, or is it more of a psychological issue? What can I do to help him? He just seems to feel so comfortable lying to me. Thanks. So, anything you want to add to that? Um, I'll wait and see what you have to say. Okay. All right. Here's my response. Hi, Susie. When I asked if your husband has been faithful to you, I got a no. But when I asked the more specific question, has Susie's husband had sexual relations with any other women while he's been married to Susie, I also got a no. See how specific that was? You know, yeah. faithful... Faithful can come in a lot of colors and sizes and shapes, and, you know, that's too broad. So I tried to intuit, if you will, that she was wondering if he's been sleeping with anybody else. Am I right in that? Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so then I said, um, I also got a no on that. Remember, spirits are very literal, so we need to be as specific as possible when asking them for information and guidance. Bottom line, I believe he has indeed been faithful to you, faithful in a monogamous sense. With regards to December 1st between 3 and 5 p.m., I got he was having a drink with guy friends. I also got he lies to you to keep you from being upset. He loves you and feels like you're very controlling. He wants to make the relationship work and wants you to back off a bit and not question his every move. I believe your marriage has a great chance of succeeding long-term if you want it to. Focus on and be grateful for all the good things about your husband. As soon as a negative thought about him enters your mind, immediately switch it to something positive. Make it a habit. With practice, you'll be amazed at how automatic it becomes. You may even want to write three things you appreciate about him every day in a journal. That way, if you become angry at him, you can read it and realize what's important. If you choose to try this technique, you have a wonderful opportunity to make him feel appreciated and possibly have him do the same for you. Good luck. So that was my response. So anything you want to add to that or does any of that correlate? Does any of it make sense? It does correlate. I mean, he he definitely, I mean, he's admitted to lying. So I think that her... Yeah, I think this will help her a lot because she's having a hard time trusting him just because he has lied about different things. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, so. a, that's a slippery slope, Chrissy, when you get mm-hmm. in that kind of negative mindset about somebody. But but I've seen it so often, and I've even experienced it myself, when, when you get frustrated with somebody or you don't trust them or whatever, if you look for the positive things in them, and I know that sounds very Pollyanna-ish, 
But mm-hmm. if you if you start doing that, then you start attracting it. And people's behavior, when you start to see all the good things about them, it's amazing how it snowballs in a positive way. To the point where every night when I get in bed, Chrissy, I use my ten fingers and I lay in the bed, and I and I I'll use I start on my left hand and I'll name five things on my left hand that I'm grateful for, and then I do five things on my right hand I'm grateful for, and that's the last thing I do before I go to sleep every night. Oh, and the and the five things on my left hand are you know my husband Tim, my son Jonathan, you know the other family members, and then on my right hand I always mention five things that had happened that day that I'm grateful for. And and you'd be you'd be amazed at how that just kind of sets you up going to sleep, and then yeah. you wake up and and you can um, have a situation where you you really focus on being grateful. And mm-hmm. it, it really is life-changing. Yeah. So, so this, you see this kind of just as a just something they have to work through, and they can. Well, no, I I think I think she just if she just will do this, and I know it sounds so simplistic. Have her try it for six months. Yeah. See okay. what happens. Um, does yeah. she tend to be controlling and nitpick him and want to know what he's doing every minute of the day and where he is and you know well, that I, kind of. I think recently, and it, and she really does have, <laughs> he really did screw up that. I mean, he wasn't, you know, she hasn't caught him cheating or anything, but he's lied about um, different things, gambling and some other things. So there were some real con- legitimate concerns. Okay. So um, she has been, well, she I definitely can see that. She needs to be smart about it. You know, if he's got a gambling mm-hmm. problem, she needs to keep control of the money. But um, if she yeah. focuses on the good things about him, I think she has a chance to really make this work. Okay, good. Yeah. She'll be happy so, to hear that. I'm sure she'll yeah. listen this weekend to the show, but, Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, tell her to call us sometime herself because it's yeah. really fun to call in, as you know. Yeah. And, yeah, she's got four little kids under the age of five, so she's oh, all right. busy at eight o'clock. But she'll, okay, that's um, a good excuse. Yeah, I'm sure she, she wanted to tonight. So yeah, well, go babysit the babies and let her call in. That's what I was just thinking, actually. Yeah, you can so, go do that. Like your psychic or something. Yeah, who knew? Okay, girl. Well, happy New Year, and thanks so much for calling in. Okay, oh, no take care. Bye bye. Okay, I think we have Mike as our next caller. Hi, Mike, are you with us? Mike, no, I guess not. Okay, well, then we've got somebody from 347 area code. Hi, this is Julie, who's this? Hi, my name is Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Where are you calling us from? Queens, New York. Oh, terrific. Well, good. Well, mm-hmm. delighted to have you join us. Do you have a question yeah. for me? Yeah, I just saw, because um, I was looking on the medical intuitive and your name popped up and yeah. I decided to give you a call. Terrific. Well, what's going on? I've been having a lot of stomach issues in my uh, recently. Well, it's all my life I have stomach issues. Okay. All right. And anything else you want to tell me, you just want me to scan you and see what I'm seeing. 
um, see what I can figure out. Yeah, because it's like, why am I, all my life I have it. I don't know if it, because I, have, I suffer from anxiety, because I'm a hypochondriac. I always go to the worst <laughs> case scenario. No, what it is, I, I want to tell you quickly, um, I hope that I have time to say this. Um, Back, um, my grandmother, my uh, my great aunt and uncle, three siblings, died of liver cancer. My grandmother in 1970, and my great aunt and uncle in 94. They were in the 80s. My right. grandmother. Um, when I was in, um, uh, I'm, I'm 53 right now. So in my late okay. 30s. I thought, um, I was reading about perimenopause and how women need copper. Every time I took a copper supplement, uh, I always feel groggy. And then the next, the last time I took it, I threw it up 10 minutes later. And then I start to see stuff about the copper toxicity. And, and, and uh, to me, it's like I keep telling the doctor, I think I might have something called Wilson's disease, which is that my body cannot uh, use copper properly, it stores it. And that's mm-hmm. probably what happened to my grandmother, my great aunt. I took a hair analysis. They said, no, you don't have it, you know. So it's like I'm just concerned right now about because my liver enzymes are slightly elevated the last time I had a blood test. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know. Okay. First of all, as far as that hereditary thing goes, 2% of diseases mm-hmm. are truly hereditary genetically. Mm-hmm. Two percent. Mm-hmm. And all the mm-hmm. experts will tell you that. But, you know, you go to the doctor's office and they want your family history and all that jazz. And it's like, yeah. don't you guys read the literature? Two percent is, mm-hmm. you know, is caused by hereditary. The rest, though, is environmental. Mm-hmm. So you'll see certain ailments run in families because they all eat the same way or they all Mm -hmm. live in the same city and there may be Mm. toxicity issues with the air or the water or whatever. So um, what I'm going to do, Patty... Go ahead. And my my great-grandparents managed the vineyards and my grandmother, my great-aunt, and three great-uncles were born on that property. Oh, wow. Up in in New York? No, in Italy. My my parents immigrated from Italy. Okay. All right. So chances chances are good that, you know, back then the soil was in good shape and they weren't using Mm -hmm. all kinds of chemicals and stuff. So I'm going to let me get you on my radar and I'm going to have a laser beam that connects from me. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, Patty, and it's going to come up and it's going to hook into you up in New York. So here Mm -hmm. it comes. Okay, I've got you. Uh, All right. You're full of candida yeast. The white yeast powder that you see on dinner rolls. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? You are full, yes. full, 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 full of it, girly. Full. That's what's causing your stomach problems. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get it removed from your system to give you a little bit of relief right now. And then I'm going to give you a mm. bunch of websites to go to and some mm. things that you can do to educate yourself on this and make yourself healthy. The good news is it's fixable. The other good news is that it doesn't cause any permanent damage. Okay. That's why I love bread. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, then, and it just, uh, and the, I just, the yeast and I, just have a yeah. party in your stomach. And I, and I thought I'm Italian, so it's like, I'm an yeah. Italian, so I thought maybe right. we Italians, we love bread. Sure. Sure. So here's what I'm doing is I'm watching, I mean, your whole body is full of this white powder. And what mm. happens is it, 
takes over your system and so your digestive bacteria isn't right and mm-hmm. it takes over your system and the yeasties release uh, i think it's mm-hmm. 99 known toxins into the bloodstream and it can cause just this multitude of issues by the way you do not have wilson's disease when you were telling and me you know that. what that you know what yeah. that is right well i just asked uh-huh. the question do you have it i gotta know uh-huh. so um so what I'm watching happen is I'm watching all this white powder get sucked out. Your intestines and your stomach are just inflamed. Um, it it kind of has some raw tissue in it, so I'm watching this balm get put on it to calm yeah. that down. Here, here, Do you have a pen handy? Yes, I have a pen. All right, here we go. Here's some uh, things I want you to look up. The first uh, one is, is um, there's a book called Eat Fat, Get Thin by Mark Hyman. H-Y-M-A-N-M-D. Right. Eat fat. Get thin. Get thin. So that's uh-huh. going to give you a lot of information on what to eat. Mm-hmm. Also, go to the bullet, B-U-L-L-E-T, proof, P-R-O-O-F, exec, mm-hmm. E-X-E-C dot com. Mm-hmm. Go to bulletproofexec.com uh-huh. forward mm-hmm. slash diet. Uh-huh. There's a food chart there. Patty, that you can uh-huh. download. It's free. Follow that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. going to help. Okay. And then there's another book that I want you to check out, and it's called Detoxification and Healing by mm-hmm. Sydney Baker, MD, B A K E R. And there's a whole chapter in there about dealing with candida yeast overgrowth. Mm-hmm. Candida um, is I just, C- I have a question. Yeah. Uh, well, um, so why is my um, liver, is that because what's causing my uh, liver enzyme to be slightly elevated? Yep, yep. Those yeasts are having a, just a party in your stomach and it causes crazy pain at times, causes um, bloating, causes other, yes, yes, yeah, yes, mental yes. fog, um, yes. you know, all kinds of stuff like that. So in the short run, here's what you can do food-wise. Uh. Okay. Yes. If if you're gonna eat um, bread, try and uh. find stuff that is doesn't have yeast in it. First of all, uh. okay. Uh-huh. I would stay. I would stay off of all bread and pasta for a couple of weeks. Let your stomach calm down, if you can. Okay. See if you can figure out a way to do that. Also, anything that's fermented, or anything uh. like the tomato sauce, you uh-huh. know, try and try and keep that to a minimum. For a couple of weeks, just let your body heal. Stick with protein and vegetables. Uh-huh. If you're going to eat fruit, peel it because the yeast is on the peel of the fruit. Okay. You know how restaurants a lot of times will put lemon slices in water, in our yes. glasses of water? Don't ever uh-huh. do that, ever, because that lemon slice is full of yeast, and then you're just drinking a yeast cocktail. Okay. Can I, can I, uh, what I, uh, what I've been doing recently is squeezing a lemon in water because lemon water That's is fine. supposed to be good. That's okay. fine, but don't drop the lemon in the water. Just squeeze no, the juice No, no, no. Yeah, squeeze the juice right. If you have leftovers, put them in Ziploc bags and freeze them. Uh-huh. Because if you put leftovers in the fridge, they start getting full of yeast within 24 hours because that's oh. how food decomposes, all right? You're going to be amazed at how much food you don't throw out, how much uh-huh. food you can use. Get Ziploc bags, put them in, you know, the quart size or the gallon mm-hmm. size and freeze them and then just heat them back up either in the microwave and I, or on the And I'm starting to have a reaction to tomatoes now. I just thought maybe right. because... 
No. The tomatoes are making the yeast. Yeah. They're giving it, they're just giving them party fuel and it's because of the ascorbic acid in it. Uh So also, um, and I'm telling you all this stuff, being an Italian, stay away from anything that's fermented, wine, alcohol, all that stuff till you're, till you're, Stomach is feeling better because how is wine fermented with yeast? Yes. How is alcohol fermented with yeast? You mm. know, any of that stuff that's fermented, vinegars, that kind of stuff, balsamic, stay away from it in the short run. So stick with whole food stuff, you know, protein, uh-huh. um, try and eat wild caught fish, try and eat mm. um, free range. I'm allergic chicken. to chicken and fish. Okay, so grass-fed um, mm-hmm. meat, pastured uh-huh. meat. You want meat that's going to eat grass because mm-hmm. there's mold and yeast on the grain that the cows and the other animals eat when they're in feedlots, which is our normal mm-hmm. food supply, and then we ingest yeah. that, and it's just adding to the problem. Right. So these guys are going to, if you go to those websites, and then just Google Candida yeast overgrowth, you're going to learn mm-hmm. a lot. Okay, but it's fixable and there's no permanent damage. And once you get that under control, you're going to have a new lease on life. Yeah, I hear that because I'm planning to go on a detoxification diet um, when I go on vacation because I like to juice a lot of vegetables. Yeah. Um, I actually have um, the green vegetables I like to uh, Well, it's it's like the magic bullet. I go to GNC. So they have something that's like the magic bullet, and I put the leafy green vegetables. Okay. All right. So well, that's good, but you need some protein, too. Yeah, that's what the, um, the hair analysis says. I'm protein deficient. But don't be, don't be using that soy protein. That's just bad news. You need protein like, you know, animal protein or nuts or stuff like that. If you're going to eat nuts, try and crack them and eat them. Because, again, the yeast is on the outside of it when they're being processed. Because wow. that's how things uh, decompose. What about whey protein? Is whey protein good? No. Uh-uh. I wouldn't be eating it with what you've got going on. What, uh, what type, is there any protein powders I could get? Mm, I don't know about that, but I would stay away from the whey and the soy, especially okay. the soy. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I hope that Thank helps. I hope, and I hope you have a wonderful yeah. vacation. And thanks so much for calling in. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. Bye-bye. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. I think we have time for one more online question. And uh, uh, this is a quick one. Julie from Port Charlotte, Florida asked, Hi, Julie. First, I'd like to send you a very special hello from another Julie. I have two issues that are literally ruining my life. They are, one, I can't stay awake. It's way beyond fatigue. I'm sleeping sleeping 18 plus hours a day and no one can find anything wrong with me. Number two is positional vertigo. Everything spins all the time. Is there anything I can do to relieve either issue? I'm trapped at home on disability and flat broke. Thank you so much for all you do. And here's my response. Hi, Julie. So sorry to hear about your health issues. When scanning you, I saw that you were full of black mold. Are you living in a home that has had water damage? If not, you either have a leak or just lots of mold from the humid, often damp Florida climate. Breathing mold toxins can cause the symptoms you mentioned as well as many others. The following free resources are a place to start. 
Go to moldymovie.com and watch the documentary film. It'll be a great education on the ramifications of living in a moldy environment. Number two, go to survivingmold.com. There you'll find a lot of terrific suggestions for mold remediation. And number three, another site you may want to visit is paradigmchange.com. In the meantime, I energetically sucked out a lot of the mold in your system and suggest you sleep outside when at all possible. That'll at least give your body a break from the constant barrage of mold toxins it's now inhaling and absorbing. Hope these recommendations help you get going in a healing direction. So with that, I believe we're about out of time. I hope you all have a wonderful week. And uh, I hope to hear from you next week. Call us. Join us. It's fun to hear from you. Send me your questions online. Schedule an appointment. And follow me on Instagram, Ask Julie Ryan. And on Facebook, Ask Julie Ryan, too. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.